Welcome back to the White, Gray, Black Weekly Manga Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all of your favorite ongoing Japanese manga. My name is Bruce. I am the proprietor of the White, Gray, Black YouTube channel. With me again this week is Gautam. What's up? This week, we're taking a little detour from talking about currently published stuff, and we're going to make some suggestions for our favorite ongoing manga that we think you should be reading that you probably aren't reading. So no super popular stuff, no weekly shonen jump here, no things with big anime boosts, just manga that you need to go check out right now. And let me preface by saying that uh, things that are popular in the future, once they get their anime buffs, uh, you, you'll see a few of those, I'm sure. So Yeah, so in general, the sort of... We didn't lay down any hard-coded rules here. We essentially just said, hey, no no Weekly Shonen Jump, uh, no Jump Plus stuff. Those are just kind of the two, uh, two rules. Uh, I, we both picked five things, so there's ten, ten things we're going to talk about here. Mine are maybe a little bit more mainstream, but both of us kind of have a couple that are, um, uh, edging into mainstream or about to be mainstream or have a anime coming out. In fact, between the time that we made this list, uh, one or two of these has had like a, uh, anime trailer come out. So you'll see that. In fact, why don't we go ahead and start? I'll start with my first one because this is the one I was just talking about that had an anime trailer come out. And this is Ranger Reject. This is also called Go Go Loser Ranger, which is a lame name and I don't like using it. Uh, this is called Sentai Daishikaku. Uh, this is by Negi Haruba. He's the author of Quintessential Quintuplets. This series we have talked about on the podcast a couple of times. The it's, two of us love it. We yeah. love it, yeah. And it's it sells decently well. I think it has maybe shown up top 10 um, weekly manga sales like maybe once or twice. Uh, it's it's popular, but it's not Shonen Jump popular. Um, Negi Haruba has a following. Uh, Quintessential Quintuplets was really popular. This series is a hard one to kind of put into a genre or describe. It is a, it is a little bit of kind of the boys meets Power Rangers, but there's also Dude, a hefty... I was going to use that same comparison. You, I think you nailed it. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 got some of that, but it's also got a big hefty helping of sort of a double agent undercover, uh, like infiltration mission. The main character is essentially a foot soldier uh, who fights, is on the, his you know, is a bad guy to the, the Rangers, the essentially the Power Rangers in this world. And... He gets fed up with getting sort of destroyed and reborn every single week. He says, I'm going to go and take out the Rangers. I'm going to, you know, do something about this this shitty lot I've been dealt in, in life. And he finds kind of two co-conspirators who also think like, oh yeah, the Rangers are definitely not all good. They are doing, you know, it turns out that the two other co-conspirators he meets early on have their own sort of reasons for trying to change or... Uh, break up the Rangers or kill the Rangers, whatever it's going to be. But all of that kind of leads up to him taking a uh, taking on the main character, the Foot Soldier D, takes on the personality, goes undercover, sort of trains up to be a member of the sort of the lower ranking Rangers, um, and that's kind of the bulk of the story. Is this kind of he's they're all shape the Foot Soldiers are all shapeshifters, so he can change the way he looks. 
Um, and so he uses that to go undercover, kind of into the Rangers. And he, there's a lot of intrigue around, well, are all the Rangers bad or only some of the Rangers bad? Are the executives who are kind of the leading bad foot soldier guys, are they all good? Are they all bad? Is everyone just sort of out for themselves? Who's, what's going on? And it's such a cool smartly written series with neat action and the the main character is a breath of fresh air if you're looking for someone who is different from other shonen uh protagonists foot soldier d is such a like sneaky little shitbag he does not play by the rules he is underhanded he gets what he wants he uh he's also sort of not very how do i say it he doesn't He's have a large yeah, he doesn't have a large skill set other than kind of being a sneaky little shit is kind of his one thing. So I I do appreciate that. I I, I like that D is just like wildly interesting and fun as a character. He's a complete shithead, but uh, I I do like that the Negi still hasn't given him any kind of overpowered abilities. He's he's still working with his base level mm-hmm. like his level one skill set and is doing shit well. I like it. Yeah, he hasn't had him, you know, steal any of the powerful ranger artifacts or anything like that. Um, yeah, I, this is I mean, this is just an expertly written series. I I knew when I read Quintessential Quintuplets that this author, uh, Negi Haruba, was not your average author. The way that he wrote Quintessential Quintuplets in making it sort of a mystery hidden inside a harem was so much smarter than every other romance or harem I had ever read. And it continues, because Ranger Reject is an incredibly smartly written series. Um, it's Some of the things that we that have been revealed this year specifically um, are clearly were sort of planned since, part, since this started maybe three years ago now, I think is when this started. Um, yeah, and an anime is coming, I think, in January or soon. I don't know if we got an actual announcement for it, but a trailer just dropped for this. Uh, Go Go Loser Ranger or Sentai Daishikaku. Um, looks cool. Yeah, it looks looks pretty decent. I think it has a good director behind it. The studio is not super well known. I think it's Yostar. But um, this is something I think more people should be reading because I think this is one of the most unique. There's just nothing else like it, like anywhere. Which is why, even if you compare it to the boys, it's that's maybe the closest comparison you can make. But it's not as hyper violent, and it's not as sort of edgy nonsense, you know, cursing and explosions and stuff. It's it's a lot more kind of I wouldn't say a lot more smart, but it's more of a obviously it's more of a, a manga angle to it. But yeah, I mean, I this is great. Definitely, more people should be reading this. I think that this hopefully the anime boosts it up, uh, especially if they advertise it as the author of. Um, quintessential quintuplets because that was a very very popular series uh but yeah anything else i i I figure we'll see a boost uh no i i think you said it well i'm looking forward to the anime because the series is just wildly fun so go check it out tons of fun great stuff all right gautam tell me about the apothecary diaries have you have you read this one bruce i think i have read the first two or three chapters this is the one that's is this the one that's like in Mongolia and the girl gets like traded? I'm thinking of something else actually now that I say this. Uh, maybe you're thinking it, it, it's China um, and the girl gets more or less uh, put into like. Like sold as service. a wife kind of, right? Yeah. she. It, it's like a, a big brothel 
Um, okay. Or, Maybe I haven't read this. Yeah, I think it, I've read something else, but yeah. She, she gets effectively sold or traded in as a, a maid at this brothel, you know? Um, and uh, the time period, these are all... It isn't like a brothel like you're thinking about. It's it's more so like a brothel for the emperor and like higher ups. And these are courtesans, not like courtesans. Yeah, courtesans, whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's like a a, a noble ish profession. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a period piece where the main character is a maid, but she's also she her whole life was an apothecary, uh, studied under her dad and all that, and it's more or less uh, about her solving medical related mysteries, uh, be it like physical ailments, poison, uh, trauma, like it, it, anything like that. Like her first mystery was uh, like the makeup powder. Uh, one of the top courtesans was using what had like um, some substance in it that is actually poisonous mm-hmm. and okay. is the reason that that courtesan had like lost so many babies in the past uh stuff like that oh, it's interesting it's, it's basically just her being sherlock holmes uh sounds a little bit house. like uh have you ever seen hayoka the kyoani series where it's like oh, no i heard that was good there's there's a lot of that sort of like oh there's all these little mysteries kind of set against a slice of life setting that's kind of the maybe the vibe i'm getting here yeah, very much so. And it, it's more or less her working her way up using her skill set. Uh, it, it's an award-winning manga, and it's very mm. just compelling all the way through. And if you like a little mystery series, uh, this is this is for you. It has a side romance, too, but it's not really the forefront of this thing. Um, cool. It has an anime this season. So. I was about to say, this one either has an anime coming soon or... Or it's is it is it this season? So this would be it, fall. It is this season. Yeah, fall twenty three season. Apothecary Diaries. I think I haven't that, seen yeah. it yet. I think the first episode might be out already. I um, think most first episodes should be out. Although it, by the end of this week, I think all the first episodes should be out, unless it's something weird like Pluto, which I think doesn't premiere until the end of the month. But yeah, yeah, this thing won a lot of awards, so I imagine mm-hmm. it's going to get a good adaptation. Um, but. Uh, I can't. I, I can't tell you if the anime is good or not because I haven't seen it yet. But I know yeah. the manga is good. Yeah, I so, we've been yeah. since we started the podcast about a year ago. This I know has shown up in some of the top ten sales things. In oh, for sure, a lot of sure. the discussions, a lot of the awards that happen throughout the year. This has shown up. So yeah, this is a very highly regarded manga. So yeah, really. Yeah, good. and I wouldn't say it's underrated or unpopular, but I do know it is not known in the West. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to bring this one up because it deserves to be. It's really good. Yeah, so. I think I think a lot of our list is more. Uh, they might sell well in Japan, but maybe they're less known in the West. So I think that's a good angle to take. Because yeah, I don't see these chapter discussions. I don't see on Reddit. I don't see people tweeting about this super often. So I, I, I do think I more people many people on Reddit know about it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, yeah. I, I think they used to be on Reddit discussions then. Uh, I, I guess they just fell off. Is this uh, this might be a Kodansha publication, so it might be locked behind the K Manga app, which really killed a lot of discussions on Reddit whenever that launched. So it might oh, be one yeah, of those. That, that, that could sure. be the case. Yeah, I thought yeah. there's some Kodansha labels on, but I don't know. Cool. Uh, anything else about Apothecary Diaries? Nope. Let's move on to the next one. Awesome. Uh, this is probably the most popular thing you will see in our list. I would guess. Uh, maybe second most popular. 
Uh, this is Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, or what is it? Ijiranaide Nagatoro-san. Uh, this is by Nanashi. Uh, this is another Shonen Magazine thing, so they, uh, same publication as Ranger Reject. Um, most people probably already know what this is. Uh, this is a pretty well-known kind of series, I would say. That being said, I think Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro is maybe the best ongoing romance series in manga right now. I, I think it is in the top three. I think it is absolutely in competition. Um, there is a hump to get over in the start where Nagatoro is very abusive That for, I don't know, 15 or 20 chapters. Uh, after that, this is like expertly woven, slow build character development, very well-written characters, the characters are fun. This is a funny series. This has some great humor in it. The side characters are all really fun. Um, as to be little... honest, it's like five, it's like five chapters. I reread it like oh, last yeah. year. Uh, the in animated form, that's like two episodes. It's like an hour, maybe. Yeah, but uh, in manga version, it's like it's a short stint of bullying. Okay, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't remember. It had been a long time since I read it, but um, this is. I think this is already pretty popular. So this is, like I said, this is maybe the most popular thing on here. That being said, I do think since the end of Kaguya, Kaguya-san, uh, Love is War, late last year, this has sort of replaced, maybe not replaced is the right word, this has risen to the top, like I said. I think this is one of, if not the best ongoing romance manga, romance shonen at least, being published right now um, that I'm reading. So I just really really think more people should be into this i think the action is great anytime nagatoro is doing her judo or whatever i think it's it's drawn really well nanashi i think is a great artist i think the facial expressions are all great i like the characters and the character design um this is a series that just doesn't miss for me uh and i really really wish that more people kind of had it had it at the top of their list or talked about it because the last i mean this year especially of chapters of nagatoro have been like really really good i think it's Getting, I won't necessarily say it's getting close to a to an end, but it's getting close to a resolution or a climax or a confession or something. Um, the two main characters are practically dating already. If you read it week to week, I would say so. Uh, feels, I don't know, just feels very. Uh, it's just a great, solid kind of from every angle, little series I, that I just really wish that more people were were paying attention to as a sort of shonen romance. I know there's not... Shonen romance is kind of a smaller, like a much, much smaller subset of shonen. Um, and since Kaguya ended, Kaguya was like the big, big one, and Komi-san has kind of fallen off, so people don't talk about that as much. Um, I think this is the new king of shonen romance, in my opinion. I don't even know if they, they release Komi chapters anymore, like the stands yeah, for Komi chapters. It's not... I mean, it's it's official on Viz, I think, now. Oh, okay. Uh, because that's a like side publication, but yeah, they 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 do still come out. It's on chapter four hundred and sixteen or some shit. Christ, it's like the third. I, you know, <laughs> it's super, I, yeah. But in regards to Nagatoro, I think I think it's like a I, this is easily the most popular thing on the list. But mm, I think with so. that said, yeah. But with that said, I I think it does. It didn't ever reach the popularity it deserved for how good it is. Um, because Kaguya existed, you know. Uh, mm, and Kaguya was kind of a. I was it's like a better version of it but the the teasing and the writing is a little bit smarter in Kaguya is that yeah it's it's hard to reach Akakasaka levels of stuff I mean obviously Yeah that that was like a that felt like a consistently 9 to 10 out of 10 series it's mm -hmm. hard to 
with that consistency that Akka put out, uh, it's hard to it's hard to live in that space because you, for sure, being a shonen romance, you also kind of uh, you you mix audience groups, you know, and people tend to prefer Kaguya over everything. So it just, I mean, yeah. yeah. Kaguya is one of the best it is. romances awesome. ever made, probably ever, maybe the best one ever. So uh, that won a bunch of our awards last year. But yeah, I mean, I just don't toy with me and Miss Nagatoro is just really, really good. And I mean, it's got, like I said, great art, great characters, good development. I think we're rushing toward a, uh, not rushing, but we're moving towards a resolution, an end, a climax, a dating, a confession, something like that. I'm curious if the series will end or continue. I hope it continues. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just really good. I, I think I think like you said, I think it while it is very popular, I think that a lot of people were turned off by the first season and the the sort of premise. You know, I think if you watch the first two or three episodes of the anime, that's fair. The premise in itself is like, man, do I really want to watch like a, you know, this like mean sassy girl just bully this introverted guy? That's not for everyone. I understand that. I think if you can push past the sort of initial. Uh, trauma inflicted by Nagatoro. I, I think it goes on to become a really sweet, really it, nice show romance. It, and I think it's like all a little hyperbolic because it's not even it, it it's not even traumatic the bullying she does. It's yeah. like very, very just mild teasing most of the time. Yeah. Uh, for sure. a, a little more mean spirited in the first like five chapters or whatever, but uh yeah that all fixes itself. Yeah, and I mean in the time that I've been reading it, which is only maybe like a year, year and a half now um, there's not a whole lot of mean-spirited teasing. There's like a little bit of teasing, obviously, but it's like uh, it's n- nothing well, nearly as bad as flirting. those first couple. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely for sure, sort of this the tsundere flirting style of Nagatoro. So, yeah. All right, Gautam. Onwards. You're up. Uh, following our the most popular manga on our list with the least one least popular manga on our list. Um is Yumanashi Sensei. Uh, this is a newer one, only 10 chapters out. Uh, I found this one on uh, Reddit, our manga. Uh, so someone just started translating it. And I really enjoyed it. It it's t- it talks about... Uh, it's about a high school guidance counselor who kind of discourages his students' hopes and dreams. And it's meant to sound harsh and fucked up from the premise until you read more. Uh, he essentially asks them to be incredibly incredibly realistic with themselves about what they hope to achieve, how they t- intend to get there. Um, and usually, like, the dreams are like, I want to be a voice actor, or I want to be an idol, or, you, you know, it's something mm-hmm. that has a high chance of, of failure. And even if you don't fail, you, you get put in the outskirts of like uh, you you get put in the weird epsteiny business of uh of voice acting right or, right yeah sorry harvey weinstein I, I i got them confused um where those circles like, are pretty overlap pretty yeah exactly <laughs> uh so it, it's essentially a, a manga about how to achieve your dreams and if you can't or if your dream is not going well or it's unrealistic how to reassess at a certain point in your life and still do something you find fulfilling Mm. instead of chasing that dream you made when you were 14 or 15 and now you're 25 and not close to it you know like it's 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 a story about the inevitable failures we as humans face and how to pivot from that 
And I think it was, yeah, it's, it's really unique. So instead uh, of, instead of Naruto's, we are fighting dreamers. It's like, we are settling rememberers. Adults. Who used to have yeah, yeah. Settling rememberers. Settling yeah, exactly. I don't even know how you know that opening, Bruce. Uh, but I, everybody knows that opening. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. That's, I, a, that's their best one. So I, I could like sing you the song and I've literally never seen <laughs> an episode of Naruto. So I, that was my favorite opening as a kid. That's um, everyone's any, favorite. If you yeah, ask them, like, what's your favorite show in an opening? Everyone's like, Oh, fighting dreamers, Naruto. Like, yeah, yeah it's, sure. it's so good. But yeah, yeah, this is, this is a, a story, not so much about settling, but pivoting. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding, and, I think it sounds like it's maybe about like, how does continue being happy and not being disappointed in yourself for not reaching an, an insane goal that almost no one will reach. Right. Yeah. And it's like, uh, do you still want this as an adult? Is this still as appealing to you mm-hmm. now as it was back then? Right. Uh, and it, it, it's a lot about facing the realistic and highly difficult choices. An idealistic dream takes you to, you know, like, the, the bad parts about it and having to reconcile and face those. Uh, it It is an optimistic manga, regardless of my dis- uh, my description of it. It is, uh, it's just really good. And I think if you're of high school age or goal setting, I think, I think this is an interesting view on what it's like uh, chasing down said goals. So yeah, go check it out. Cool. That sounds really interesting. I'm gonna have to check this one out because yeah, I haven't yeah. I haven't read any of this, so it's on the list. All right, let's yeah. see what's next up. More romance. Uh, so next up is "You and I Are Polar Opposites" by Kocha Agasawa. I started reading this what two weeks ago, three weeks ago now. Um, speaking of some of the best romances, this one immediately grabbed me. Uh, this is. Essentially, the girl is kind of a airhead, fashionista, kind of outgoing, loudmouth kind of girl, and the guy is super quiet, serious, um, straightforward type. Which is which you're thinking like, ah, oh, yes, I this is you know we have seen this. This happens in uh, Bisque Doll. This happens in a bunch of other romances. I think this one does it better. I think that this is a lot of fun to read. I like that the main couple gets together, like I think at the end of chapter one or chapter two, maybe. Um, yeah. It just, it's, it's, it's Rewa era. There's no beating around the bush. Again, the fact that the guy is really straightforward helps a lot. The fact that the girl is sort of really outgoing and talkative helps a lot. The side characters in this story are really good. The facial expressions are really fun. Uh, this very recently, won uh, an award that we talked about maybe a month ago, which is what got me interested in it. I think got like second place in in one of those uh, awards. This is a Jump Plus thing, I will mention. Uh, We said that no Jump Plus things, but it doesn't matter. It's on here anyways. Um, I think this is, again, I think this is up there in competition for one of the best ongoing uh, shonen romances. I think since we got, um, what is it? The Insomniacs After School ended. That was a really great one. That's over now. Kaguya's over. Uh, Komi-san is not good anymore. Those were kind of maybe the big three a year or two ago of what I would say were really good shonen romances. I think You and I Are Polar Opposites is really, really good. I think it's really fun. I think it's really funny. I think it is really... I think the art in it is great. Like I said, I think the facial expressions, character design, all that stuff is good. Um, 
It's got the Rewa energy that we all love. Uh, it's it's just got that sort of like, oh, a problem shows up and they just kind of deal with it. There's none of this like drama that lasts for chapters and chapters of, oh, they're not going to talk to each other. Like essentially the the two main characters get together and they go on a date and it and they have like a misunderstanding that's resolved by the end of a chapter or two. And then we're already in, in my... Uh, I've only read maybe maybe 15 or 20 chapters of this. We're already moving on to like side ships, like other, you know, side characters that are getting uh, character development and stuff like that. So, and I'm, you know me, I am character, character, character first type of guy. Uh, so, the, and it, this series really focuses on that, I think, especially with all the side character stuff it's been doing recently um, and the chapters I've been reading. So, really, really into that. Really like this series. Uh, this one, I think, got, this getting an anime announcement? I don't know if this, I don't know if it's did or not, but this is going to, if this is animated by a good anime studio, people are going to like this one because it's, it's got that Reiwa energy. They're going to be dating at the end of the first episode. I think people are going to appreciate that a lot. Um, this one's going to be big. You know, you I, I, I read like four or five chapters and I also enjoyed it. Um, I, what I, and not to shit on Son of Bistal, cause this is not what I'm trying to do is, uh, in that, in Son of Bisque doll, like the characters are all like, 14 or 15 or something like that. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're all freshmen young. or they, sophomores, first or second look, years in high school. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but they look and act older than they are. Whereas I think uh, it, you and I are polar opposites. They act very much like high school kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's that's really good for the setting, right? Because it's, it's relatable in to any high school readers. And for me, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, this awkward energy both of them are putting out is exactly how I felt in high school, you know? Yeah, I, I yeah, that's, that's a good call out. This definitely does remind me of like, oh, yes, I remember feeling like this or going through, you know, your first date with a girl at the mall or whatever and thinking like, and what do I Googling's do? Like, what do I talk about? Do I hold about? her hand? Yeah. My hand is sweaty when I hold her hand. What is, you know, is that bad? Do they care? All this other stuff. Uh, yeah, it's it definitely has that... Um, it character the characters are very young. Uh, that's I'm trying. That's not like the right. They they, act they are age, appropriate. Right? Yeah, they act their age. They are appropriately aged. They do not act older than they are. They aren't these. They aren't these mature. You know, sage like wisdom characters telling each other how to handle relationships and how to deal with stress. It's they're like they're they're kids. They're kids dating. Uh, and it's fun. Yeah, it's it's like um, I I think it's like reliving the I'm figuring stuff out aspect of life uh that i i don't think a lot of authors who do like romance high school romances ever capture it's mm-hmm. the it's the unsureness of everything um, yeah i mean you're at an age where you think you want to be on your own and you think you know who you are but you're changing so fast and there's that confusion this captures that really well i think that it's got that it just knows what it's like to be that age you know these these they're yeah. 14 15 whatever in this series but yeah, it's 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 this is a really well written series. I'm excited to, to keep reading it. Excited to uh, get back to it and finish it up because, like I said, this this won some awards. I think this is going to be another a real big. Uh, it's going to be the next big shonen romance if it gets adapted. Maybe after I mean Nagatoro's already been adapted. So, but yeah, I mean, I think I think this one is 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 on the up, and you're going to see a lot more of it coming up. Alrighty, uh, ready to go. Onwards. Next up. Slight tonal uh, switch. Yeah, just a, just a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, so have you ever wondered what it was like, what, what it would be like if Adam, creator of humanity, fought 
Odin. <laughs> or I mean, no, it's uh, I, I have not Zeus. Is Zeus? Yes. Uh, yeah, you can you can find out in incredibly well illustrated and an incredibly fun comic called Record for Ragnarok. Um, I think it's called Shimetsu no Valkyrie or something like that in Japanese. But it has a slightly uh, different name in, in Japanese. Yeah, Record of Ragnarok. Yeah. I think is the English. In, yeah, ang- anglicized version. Basically, all the gods got together from all religions and mythologies, and they said, hey, fuck humanity. Let's kill them. And they took a vote, and they're like, okay, it's only fair we let humans fight too. And the Valkyries sided with the humans. Uh, So they got the best of humanity to fight one-on-one with the best gods have to offer. And uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of one-on-one, a huge tournament arc. uh, And it's ridiculous, and it's awesome. And the art is fucking fantastic. The art in this is great, yeah. I was about to say, I don't think I've read a chapter of this, but I've seen arts and spreads and some of the action uh, paneling and stuff, and this is a really visually appealing series. I know this one had an anime, but the anime was shit, so uh, and didn't even come close to competing with the manga's art. So I, I'm here to uh, pitch the manga to anyone who's listening. Go read this shit. It's fun as fuck. Uh, it you you do indeed get to see Jack the Ripper fight Hercules, and uh, that one's probably one of my favorites. So I think I maybe saw the chapter that was the end of that. Though, you've brought this up to one more thing uh, once or twice. I don't want to say the end of last year, maybe, you brought it up, and I like went and read that chapter. Or maybe you just told me to read it at some point in the past. And I read the chapter, and I was like, okay, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, it's fun, and it's, it, it's well illustrated. Um, mm-hmm. So, honestly, I, I have nothing but praise for it uh like the, the plot is a bit iffy here and there but i think it still gets everyone invested um and i i don't think the plot is really what you're here for to yeah. be honest you're, you're here for a bunch of awesome one-on-one fights and it delivers in spades yeah uh, this strikes me as sort of a a one punch man like where it's like you aren't the plot in one punch man i can barely tell you what it is i like who cares it doesn't matter you're not here for that you're here for cool fight scenes and wild incredible like beasts fighting men and stuff like that it sounds like this is the same kind of you're here for the spectacle you're here for the action you're here like you you aren't the plot is who cares it's people fight yeah i i think like the last one i i'm like for context i'm like 10 15 chapters behind but um i think the last one was like isaac newton versus lucifer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and they chose isaac newton as one of the best fighters of humanity that's interesting yeah isaac newton built a mech suit in this universe uh, oh, for, gotcha. for the fight. yeah, yeah i a, remember i remember jack the ripper had suit. like also some weird suit yeah, the, or something or like a cloak or i don't remember they they all have like specific weapons that the valkyries turn into um oh, to okay, enable them to fight yeah, gods yeah. but yeah, the Jack. I don't. I don't know why Japan is so in love with Jack the Ripper, but Dude, they uh, he's are. cool. It's he's cool. Weird. He's cool in this one. Yeah. They made Jack the Ripper into a lolly for one of the the Type Moon. Which call it? One of the Fate series. I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, one it of has the Fate things. <laughs> small girl Jack the Ripper. I I have heard that. I'd have to go. I, I think it's by proxy of having the coolest like serial killer name. Um, that is true. That is I, true. I think that Jack is the, the Ripper, reason. and also being sort of like we don't know who Jack the Ripper actually was. I think we have. Oh, true. Like, it's a, it's you can very craft mythological, yeah, yeah, very mythological type figure where it's not like oh yeah it was this guy and he killed this many people. It's just like well there was just a guy in you know eighteen sixties or whatever that killed all these people. 
Um, he could be anyone. Remi- yeah. yeah. You're reminding me that I need to go back and read. I own um, From Hell, which is uh, Grant Morrison, I want to say, maybe wrote that. Um, which is a comic about Jack the Ripper uh, that I need to go oh. back and read because I actually huh. never finished it. But anyways, cool. Uh, anything well, else about in Record the, in of the, in that comic? Yeah, in that comic, he fights Hercules later, and it's pretty cool. So, nice. um, uh, yeah. Wait, no, is Hercules, no, Hercules is a demigod. Does Hercules fight for the gods or for the humans? He fights for the gods. Okay. Uh, he fights. He fights for the gods uh, begrudgingly. Uh, okay. That sounds yeah. more like Hercules. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I am kind of. All right. Cool. Anything else on on record of Ragnarok, Gautam? Uh, no, I, I think it speaks for itself. Go check it out. It's fun. Yep. So, it sounds like a fun series. I'll need to. I'll need to check that one out. Um, speaking of, uh, nope, I got, I got no transition into this one. Uh, this is, this is shown in no serial killers. Uh, yeah, seriously. Speaking of uh, killing, uh, this is shown in no abyss or boys abyss. This is by Ryo Minanami. Um, this is, I, this series puts a smile on my face and I want to say that in the most, unsarcastic non-sadistic way possible <laughs> boys abyss is fucking insane it is the wildest most soap opera operatic like greek tragedy maybe supernatural maybe like season 13 of your favorite uh not cw show it's wild i love boys abyss it is the most insane tragic the premise is essentially there's a boy who lives in this town with his mom and his his brother is like a shut-in and his grandma is on like home rest and he meets this girl who he meets this like beautiful gorgeous girl who works at a supermarket and they kind of say hey we should commit suicide together um they don't actually go and do that but that kind of opens up this world to this boy of this girl is engaged to this writer and this writer knew his mom and they tried to commit suicide in the past together. And <laughs> all, there's all of this. And, and then he meets, uh, and he meets another girl who's sort of like a little overweight and unpopular and she falls in love. And then one of his teachers falls in love suicide. with him. What his like thirty year old teacher falls in love with him and starts grooming him and they have sex. It's like it's this like the thing is it is this wild. You go like oh man, shit's bad for this kid. At the very beginning of the story, you're like yeah, this kid's in kind of a shitty position. And then every single chapter ends with this like oh shit, it's getting worse. Like and it's like this is like a hundred and fifty chapters deep. Like it's and every single chapter you finish, you're like oh fuck, it's getting worse. This is not getting better. It never gets better. And it to me it is so. It is entertaining in the same way that a soap opera is entertaining, right? The soap opera is, oh, you know, you thought that, you know, you thought that my, I'm not my brother, I'm my, I'm his twin and I'm back to take revenge for killing him, you know, throwing him down an elevator shaft. It's literally shit like this. It's shit like, oh, you thought, like, you thought that your dad was this guy, but he was not your dad. The writer might actually be your dad. And if he's actually, and your best friend, you don't remember, but... Your mom had your old best friend kill your dad when you were five because she is part of the abyss. And the, the mother is like the most this evil sounds, thing. This, can I just say, this sounds like Oshinoko uh, if Akka did like a, just a lot of crack. 
you know? It is kind of similar. Oshinoko is like a feel-good story compared to this shit. Like, I, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, it but sounds like it. For, and I will say, this. I know this sounds very depressing. This deals with some really heavy subjects. This deals with eating disorders and suicide and all these other things. This series, to me, is fun because it is just so wild. Like, it, every time you think, like, oh, wow, we've reached a new low. How, what's going to happen? Someone gets hit by a car. Or, like... Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, two or three times, or like, oh, man, how can we get even weirder here? And it's like, the childhood best friend cross-dresses and stabs the mom. Like, um, like and this is these are real things that happen in this story. Like, shit, it goes so hard, it is so wild, and it is so entertaining, because it's like, like, how does it get worse? Like, I could not things in stories are sometimes fun and surprising because you go, wow, I never would have thought of that when the author thinks of some cool and interesting way to develop the plot or to do whatever. I From like step one, every single thing that happens in the story is just like, I never would have thought to go like that deep, to go that depraved, to go that awful and like stark and dark. This isn't super, it's not super gory. It's not super uh, intense or horror or scary, really. It's just over dramatic in the wildest way you just want like you legitimately just want characters to like i just want them to die so that they are do not are not stuck in these awful lives or like please you've been given every opportunity to fix your life or just leave this town or get away from your mom or your parents or whoever and they don't do it or when they finally do do it you're like yes it's maybe finally happening and then some other bad shit happens it's it's never ending it is a <sighs> The, there's a lot of discussion around like what, what the abyss in this story is. Is it the town? Is it the mom? Is it the boy? Um, I don't know. This is, I, I have this like stupid grin on my face and I know that this series, like it deals with heavy subjects. It's very intense. It is very serious, but like, man, it's so wild. It just goes so hard. Every time you think like, oh man, oh yeah, the police are involved now. It'll finally, finally, you know, some things will get resolved. It's like, oh no, the some other girl's parents have threatened to kill like this kid again now it's like like, i just can't imagine how like wild and insane shit gets in this story all that being said it's really 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 good character writing um really exceptional art and especially these sort of symbolism written into the art uh, especially with the kind of light and darkness Uh, again there's lots of questions around who's the abyss Is is it a location is it a person which person is it in the story? Is it all of the people in the story? Is it none of the people in the story? Uh, how do they escape the abyss? Can anyone escape the abyss? Um, they just gotta do- go f- find and kill Pennywise. It sounds like. I mean, like literally, if 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 they ended a chapter with like a supernatural, like a clown in the in the sewers, I would be like, oh yeah, total sense. Makes total sense. Like this, <laughs> there's some fucked up demon thing doing all this shit to these people. Um, uh, so again, like I was saying. It sounds like it's wild and crazy, but this is a really, really, really well-written series, and I absolutely adore everything that happens in it, even though it is, like I said, kind of a little bit off the rails, a little bit bonkers, a little bit wild, a little bit uh, melodramatic, I will say. This is a melodrama in every sense it sounds like the word a little bit is doing a lot of heavy lifting when it sounds like it's a lot of bit wild and crazy. Yeah, no, you're right. right. This is a melodrama. (laughs) Like, in in every sense of the word, like, Oshinoko is a drama. This is a melodrama, right? This is as drastic and as bad and as wild and crazy as the people and the characters and the events can be, they will be that wild and crazy. Um, But it's backed up and it's built 
The reason I like it and the reason it's on this list for me is it is built on a skeleton of what I think is incredible character writing, uh, just just really solid visual storytelling, and I don't. It's and just the, it's so good. I wish more people and, read and this. And a literal skeleton of someone who lo- died in that closet. Lots of skeletons in the closets. Like almost, <laughs> I would say, I'm mistake. Almost every single character has been either directly responsible or involved in the death of one other character in this series. Like, oh my god! Jesus. And some from for like multiple people. Um, there's a, there's a couple of characters you could be like that might count as being a serial killer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is just like I and and this is again I like I said a lot of my list is already kind of decently popular. This is a, a decently popular series already in Japan. Um, but man, I wish this is going to be one of those things where if we get you know like three or four or five seasons deep of this a couple of years down the road, um, people are going to enjoy watching this because it just keeps getting worse. Like, it just does not get better. And, like, I, the only end I can see for the story is, like, legitimately, I think everyone dies at the end of it. Like, there's no other answer. <laughs> like, it just has to be. Um, or or maybe not. I, the author has surprised me in the past a lot of times. But, yeah, I absolutely adore, adore Boys Abyss. For me... Uh, for me, it is fun in the sense that it is just so melodramatic and overly dramatic that, uh, it is just an enjoyable read. And I, like I said, I think it's built on a really good skeleton. Uh, if you're triggered by certain, uh, things that I've mentioned in the past, maybe don't, maybe skip this one. There's other things you can read that are not as triggering because this, this does deal with some, some heavy stuff, some, uh, suicidal ideation, a lot of violent type stuff like that. Uh, yeah, a lot of suicidal thoughts in this thing, obviously, because these people are going through the absolute shitter. So, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I love Boys Abyss. It's just so wild and crazy. And every Friday, I think it comes out for us. I look at it. And I'm like, oh, hell yes. What's going to happen this week? And it just gets worse. <laughs> it never gets better. You know that when it starts to get better, you're like, oh, no, it's just like it's it's uh, it's a it's a roller coaster climbing up. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll get to the top and we'll be really high up and that'll be the end of the ride. It's like, nope, it is going to drop you off a cliff right at the other side. Yeah, the audience is just waiting for the the, the fall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's Boys Abyss. What do you got next, Gautam? All right, let's tell me. Tell me about the, the Demon King's Daughter is Too Kind by Sakamoto Yuya. Yeah, this one I feel like should be more popular than it is. I I don't even I don't think it's that popular. Um, it, it is. It's just adorable. It's just uh, uh the in this world demons are cruel and awful, like every every anime world, uh, and I guess real life mythology. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, the demon demon lord's daughter Doe uh is just really really nice and uh. It's the story is basically a very optimistic, fluffy little story about how she fixes all of her problems just by being a nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, it literally turns evil people good by like this is. I will say this is the cutest thing I have ever seen in any anime or manga. Like without a doubt, I don't think there is anything cuter than this. Like this is the cutest thing. I yeah I I would say uh it's a close second to my final thing on the list but yeah okay. I I I love it as well I think it's adorable I think it's wholesome and optimistic and I just have a good time reading it um it, it's and it's basically the failing upwards trope where mm-hmm. a character does something and just unintentionally succeeds uh without even trying Doe's a little kid so she has no idea about any ramifications of anything. She's just a really nice little kid mm-hmm. and uh, makes everyone's life better around her accidentally, 
more or less, or just by being nice. Just uh, by being and, nice, yeah. And the yeah. side characters are great. I like whoever the second-in-command girl is really funny, trying to kind of fight against to, her goodness and teaching her to be bad, and it never to works. Be like a, a, to be a quote-unquote good demon, which is being right, an evil right. demon. And the um, dad is super cute. Uh, like, everybody, like, and everyone you meet in the series is like, it doesn't matter. Like, Doe wins against... It's kind of like one punch man of cuteness. Like, doesn't matter. Yeah, Doe yeah, wins exactly. every encounter with how cute she is. Um, yeah, I, I'm also surprised that this is not more popular. This... Because uh, it is like... I'm not even kidding. I think this is, like, legitimately one of, if not the cutest thing I have ever seen in anime or manga. Like, it's just so, so cute and so uplifting and so... Like, pure it's a, it's a and saccharine reading. and sweet. And it's fun, yeah. It's just like... <coughs> I'm joking. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's there's a lot of space for like really fluffy series like this. Um, I think this does it better than a lot. I uh, does it better than just yeah. about any of them. But yeah, I yeah I, I I'd agree. Like it, it it's a it's a nice palate cleanser. So if you're looking for something like that, go check go check this one out. I, I yeah. don't think it's uh it's anything so deep and nuanced that I I can explain more about it. Uh. I think just go check it out. It's a fluffy, really cute manga that I think mm-hmm. uh, anyone with a beating heart would enjoy. Yep. All right, next up. All right, we're going to... I have to stop before we go to the next one. I need you to do something for me, Gautam. And listeners, watchers, if you're if you're there, I need you to do this too. I need you to close your eyes. Okay, done. I need you to imagine. I need you to imagine Full Metal Alchemist. Full, Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, good. You, you, you picked up on it. I, yeah. I need you to imagine how good full metal alchemist is oh it's so good it's so good it it is at the top of mal like full metal alchemist brotherhood is the top anime of mal i think it deserves to be i think it deserves to be there i think here hiromu arakawa is one of the greats all time of manga writing character design creation she is amazing um and I, i but i still closed i want you to imagine what would what would a sequel to Full Metal Alchemist look like? What about what about a spiritual sequel? What I th- what would okay. that be like? Here's what I'm imagining: um, guy who lives in Tokyo goes to a farm and has to go to a farming school. Going okay. forward, that, that's that's roughly what I'm imagining. Okay, that's Silver Spoon. That's Hiro Marakawa's other series. Oh damn! Okay. Okay, um, but uh, imagine her writing another series. Now I can't. I, Okay, now the last thing I need you to do is you need to turn your volume down just a little bit because I'm about to fucking yell. Why okay, okay. aren't more people reading Yomi no Sugai? This is the best fucking thing. I fucking love this series. It's so goddamn good. Hiromu Arakawa is the what, like top two all-time currently publishing manga creators. This is Full Metal Alchemist authors, sequel series, and if you go on Reddit and when you see the chapters posted, there's like, like 70 upvotes, like maybe, like maybe 200, like maybe a couple of, you know, 20, 30 comments. What the fuck? This is better than every single thing being published in Weekly Shonen Jump right now. Maybe, except for maybe One Piece, there's a debate there. It doesn't open matter. my eyes? You can open your eyes now. Yeah, it's, you, you can look at it. Yeah. The volume one. <laughs> okay, okay. It's beautiful. It's so good. I like, I am, I, I'm frothing at the mouth because this series is Literally, I think this is one of, if not the best things being published right now. And like no one in the West cares. Like I feel like no one cares. Like it's literally the author of the number one rated anime on Mal for like 
Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is like 15 years old now. I think 14, right? I think 2009 it started, maybe 2010. 12 or 13 years old. Do you think it's because... The cultural it, impact of Full Metal Alchemist is like massive. Like everyone knows what it is, even if you haven't seen it. Like I could show you the characters and you'd be like, oh yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Anyways, uh, and this is the same author, and no one is fucking reading it in the West, and I'm so mad. This is uh, this is my number one recommendation. You should be reading this. If you are not reading Yomi no Sukai, go read it. It's called Demons of the Shadow Realm. It has a stupid that's why, English that's name. That's why it's not popular. It has a stupid English name, which is literally going to kill it when it comes out. But this is, I mean, this is uh, like, look, this is in Japan. This is already very popular. I think every volume of this hits the top ten when it comes out. Uh, it's like I said, it's, 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 they know the Japanese people know they understand. Oh yes. Uh, Arakawa, everything she comes out with is amazing. Silver spoon was awesome. Full metal was one of, if not the best shonen, seinen crossover things to ever happen in the history of manga and anime. I, I, again, I just, I'm yelling at my microphone, go fucking read Yomi no Sugai. It is so, so, so good. I'll prime you on it a little bit. There's people, there's a little hidden village, there's twins, and then a bunch of people show up, fuck stuff up, that starts the story, go read it. it. Just go read it. The cool thing here, and what's missed in the English title, we'll go over a little bit of Japanese here, um, I think it is the word Yomi, I, I don't know if it's Yomi or Sugai, one of these words has something to do with twins, right? And every, the sort of power system in this has to do with people making contracts with like demons but there's there's not just one demon there's always a pair of demons that work together so the main character has these two rock statues behind him are called um they're called what is left and right they're called migi and hidari or something like that uh whatever left and right in japanese is in the english version they just call them left and right um which are these two like hyper powerful really strong things but it's cool because at first you don't really it doesn't ever explained to you that like oh yes every demon comes in like a pair of two and so one of the first things you encounter is like a mouth right it's just a big mouth that eats stuff you're like whoa that's a cool thing what you don't realize is that later you learn that yeah the top half of the mouth and the bottom half of the mouth are actually the two halves of the same demon and you'll you, there's a bunch of other little stuff there's like uh anyways the, the power system is really cool it's really intriguing it's almost I'll hook in with it. I'll cast a little net. It's a, it's a little isekai-like. Did, did I get you? It's a little bit like an isekai. Uh, this it kid kind of grows is, up. Yeah. This kid grows up in sort of a hidden village uh, outside of Tokyo, and the attack that happens in the first chapter means that he has to go into Tokyo, and he's not. You know, he is not a. Uh, he is not a modern man, so to speak. Um, but the main character is so cool. Like, imagine like a more like stiff badass uh ed from full metal alchemist uh, a lot some similar wavelengths but also very different he's much more sort of he's like willing to kill people he will literally just look he'll just murder you uh because he was trained to do that but everything is really cool the political intrigue is great the writing is good hiromo arakawa can do more world building in like 10 or 20 chapters than any other mangaka i've ever read there's only i'm trying to think of how many chapters we're on now um uh, not that many. We're only maybe like 28 or 29. No, maybe not even that many. Maybe like 26 chapters, 25 chapters. Um, and this is like, there's so much world building in this series. It's insane. 
I, I love it. I Again, I'll try not to yell too much. I'm not going to burst a vein. Go read Yomi no Sugai. The best thing being published right now, hands down. It's... I, I like it's the Full Metal Alchemist author. She's writing another shonen. It is just as good, if not better. Why are more people not reading this? Uh, <sighs> okay, I, you can turn I, your I volume back it, up a little bit now. I, I think it's because uh, of the shit name. <laughs> I think it's because monthly and people didn't realize. Right, like well, so is FMA. Yeah, but most people saw the anime for FMA first, let's be honest. Oh, that's so, fair. Yeah, yeah. Th- once true. this gets an anime, I I guarantee you, one season of this anime, this is the new big thing. Because, yeah, easy, easy it's, to... It's all but an inevitability, right, that this gets an pretty anime? Pretty much. I mean, just yeah. the advertising for it alone of, like, from the creator of Full Metal Alchemist and Silver Spoon, like, you literally tap that and everyone's ears are going to perk up. Uh, so, yeah. I Yeah, Arakawa's a genius. Uh, she made yeah. me care about farming, right? Yeah, she, 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 she made... She made me like I, I read Silver Spoon and I I was like whoa I bet farming would be fun and I I know deep down in my bones that I would hate it but oh yeah but like Silver Spoon put me in a world where I thought farming is a potential career option you know like that that's like hey that would be pretty fun yeah uh, and there's like yeah reading Silver Spoon is. is like she's so good at humanizing and explaining all the stuff that it's like huh. I could probably work in some angle of like, you know, food service production or like there's, it's very complex. And yeah, she, the story of that is, uh, Arakawa was born in Hokkaido and grew up on a, I think like a mill, a dairy farm in Hokkaido. So she's like very connected to that sort of, uh, world. And she wanted to just write a series to let people know, like, here's where your food fucking comes from. Like pay attention to yeah, it, it and a, have compassion for it. That was such it. a and, meaningful chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, it's great. Yeah, uh, she's yeah. She shows miracles. Arkawa's a genius. TLDR. So uh, go 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 read Yomi no Sugai. Yeah, so so good. Uh, okay, Gautam, give me your last series. Yeah, this is another one where, uh, just like your last one, I will be gushing about this one. Um, this is just serotonin distilled into a manga that you can consume to make yourself feel better at any time. It's a magic formula. They say fairies potions don't exist, but that's wrong. Uh, read Yotsuba, you'll find out. It is the cutest thing in the universe. It is the most fun, wholesome manga I've ever read in my life. Um, I, I would give One Piece a 10 out of 10. I don't know how many other manga I would. I can't think of many. Maybe FMA. Um, I give Monster 10 out of 10. Yeah, I, I would give Yotsuba a 10 out of 10. I can't even dock a point for anything. It is that good. Uh, and I, I said that Demon King's Daughter is a close second. It is a close second in terms of cuteness. Yotsuba, every single character is delightful. It It, it is surprisingly nuanced. It's it, And Yotsuba is not... Yotsuba is different than any every other anime little kid. Because I think every other anime little kid has a bit... It feels like an adult is writing them in some mm-hmm. way or another. Because they know too much or they use vocabulary too much. Or they go the opposite direction where they 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 speak like a little idiot moron. <laughs> like, that's not a little kid. It's like, uh, I don't know. Yotsuba is the perfect, perfectly written anime little kid. She acts like every fucking little kid um, who has too much energy. Uh, I think this is a fantastic 10 out of 10 series. I cannot recommend it enough. Anytime I'm feeling bad, I read Yotsuba and it definitely makes me feel better every single time. So 
if you want something that is just so goddamn easy to read and just uh, pure excellence in manga form, read Yotsuba. Uh, I know this one is not that un- unpopular, but it is not popular. It's not as popular as it should be because it, it, the author just puts out new chapters when they have ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, not, yeah, it's not published yeah. super consistently, and I think it's not. Um, volumes are also kind of inconsistent published, so. And she, hey, she's 4chan's mascot, so uh, been that way since, since okay, the inception might, of that website. That might take a point away for some people. Let's just let's lay it out there. Uh, uh, well, it's, it's just a fact. Uh, but even they like, they like Yotsuba. Uh, everybody likes Yotsuba. It's impossible not to if you read it. Um, so, TLDR, go check out Yotsuba. Of anything I mentioned in this list, I, I, I think Yotsuba should be your number one. Um, because it is just that good. So Yeah. Yotsuba, yeah. you're looking for something nice, easy, chill, fun, relaxing, happy to read, Yotsuba Toe. And looking it's for... hilarious. It's, it's fucking hysterical. It is funny. Uh, I've read yeah. 10 or 15 chapters of this. It's good. I, 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 it's much more episodic, and I am not always looking for that kind of episodic read, but it's, it is, it it is pure, purely episodic. It follows uh, uh, the life of Yotsuba, who does different and cool things every day. Cool. Uh, I think yeah. that's it for our recommendation list. Let's go back over them one by one, just so you've got a little uh, list here at the end. We wholeheartedly recommend Ranger Reject or Sentai Daishikoku by Negi Haruba, The Apothecary Diaries, that is by Natsu, Natsu Hyuga and Nekokurage, Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro by Nanashi, uh, Yumanashi Sensei no Shinoroshido by Kasahara Masaki, you and I are Polar Opposites by Kocha Agasawa, Record of Ragnarok by Shinya Umemura, Takumi Fukui, and Azuchika, Boys Abyss by Ryo Mi- Minenami, I just, God, ja- Japanese practice, here we go, uh, The Demon King's Daughter is Too Kind by Sakamoto Yuya, Yomi no Sugai by Hiromu Arakawa, and Yotsubato by Kiyohiku Azuma. And that is our list of 10 manga that you should be reading that you are probably not reading. But maybe you are. If you are, let us know in the comments. If there's something else you think maybe we should be reading, also let us know in the comments. And don't put it's, shit like don't put shit like Jujutsu Kaisen down there cuz yeah, just that's not that's not what we're looking for here. What are your it, little that, uh, that that's too popular. Yeah, that yeah. that gets the credit it receives. Yeah. Um but it's kind of it's kind of funny we say that because Arakawa and Azuma are like legends in the industry. It's just that we feel that Yomi no Sugai and Yotsuba just deserve to be more popular than Well, and our and these suggestions are also specific for our audience which is in, which is in the west, right? These are if you're Japanese and you're watching this, you're probably going like these guys are idiots. These are all super popular series. Like everybody loves these around here, but no, no, no. In the West, uh, monthly, I would say things that are published monthly and things that are inconsistently published are much harder for people to get into. Other, in comparison to things that are published weekly or biweekly, right? Those catch on True. pretty easily, I would say. Um, I think we had one. We have a an honorable mention slide also here of a couple other things. Mine is from Jump Plus. I think yours is also from Jump Plus, right? Or uh, no, it's from it, a different it, one. I don't think Irma's in Jump, but it feels very jumpy. It feels very jumpy, yeah, I guess. So tell me about uh, Marimashite Irumakun by Osamu Nishi. Uh, yeah, I also thought this had a, 
I wouldn't say a bad anime adaptation, but a very low budget one. Uh, I think Iruma is, it, it, it should very much be a Shonen Jump manga because it feels just like one. But it, it is, like it, uh, yeah. it's a human boy going to a demon school academy, pretending to be a demon. And uh, it is another one of those where he is just incredibly kind and fails his way upwards as well. It is uh, a lot like Demon King's Daughter in that way, mm-hmm. where uh, his only skill set, his only thing he's good at is dodging. Um, and aside from that, he is just a weak human in every other way. But he he's like climbing his way up the ladder in, in kind of hilarious and great ways. Uh, I think Iruma is a very positive and uh fun shonen jumpy style manga so Mm -hmm. if you're looking for something like um a jjk or any kind of shonen thing like my hero academia this is that but with a very positive and fun mc so uh check it out it's pretty popular but um not nearly as huge as any jump properties and i think it should be and it's it's pretty deep isn't it like two or three hundred chapters in it's It's, been going for a while right it is uh, something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the current chapter is. So there's a lot of backlog it, if you if you if you want to catch up on that one for sure. It's a, it's a very easy read too. So mm-hmm. um, I I would if you decide to get into this, uh, I would go in with the mindset that this is going to be a fun and easy read for you, and not nice. something that requires major focus or anything like that. Yeah, uh, and my little bonus that I wanted to tack on to the end here. Speaking of My Hero Academia, uh, you want to read a better version of that? Go read Vibration Man by E.Y. Atuki. Um, We've talked about this on the podcast, I want to say, at least twice in the last two or three months. Um, Best advice I can give you is literally just skip chapter one. Chapter one of Vibration Man is bad, and chapter two on is really, really good. Uh, this This has the same kind of power angle as something like one piece where you think oh the main character's power that's stupid that's not a super strong power or he's kind of kind of bad at it um he says a great mc i think this has great character designs i think the power stuff the power and the school angle is already better than my hero academia ever treated it uh i like that the main character is kind of a shitbag he's kind of looking to be like like a popular uh superhero he's not not like an all nice dude with a bunch of good good feelings um this is pretty new i want to say it's only maybe 20 chapters in and maybe not even that many um pretty new series on jump plus but it's really really good i really wish more people were reading it i think unfortunately um something we've talked about in the past also is that having a bad chapter one can do a lot of damage for you you really need to have a really good chapter one and vibration man in my opinion has one of the worst chapter ones i have ever read but it feels like okay, so it's like a little complex for me, right? I wouldn't yeah. say it's it's like dog shit horrible, but it feels like a you know like those extra chapters at the end of a manga that's just like a bonus chapter. Mm-hmm. It feels like that was uh, like a filler bonus chapter. It feels like a really pilot. It feels like yeah, like a really bad like one shot, like that doesn't even apply the story starts in it's, chapter it's two. a filler chapter it's, it's, a a, filler it's just chapter. like a filler yeah. chapter yeah to try to introduce you to everything i don't know it just like it so, literally, so just literally it doesn't wasn't, yeah i agree like well, i don't think it was bad content but it was a terrible pilot chapter an awful because, first chapter for sure yeah. yeah yeah so anyways uh we've talked about that in the past it, this this is a really really good series i get really excited when this comes out to read it now um and really great and 
again, I think that not enough people are reading this. I think that if you, I think especially if you are burnt out on My Hair Academia, like I know Gautam and I have been for the past five years for me at least, uh, maybe six. Yeah, Vi- Vibration Man is a breath of fresh air because it, it's starting starting from a really good place and I like the way it's developing. Uh, and I really hope it can hold on. I think because it's Jump Plus, it probably can. Um, and I think it's doing better than... Uh, I mean, shit, fucking the game devil is still running somehow in Jump Plus. Oh, is it? Yes. That's weird. There was a new chapter today that I saw, and I was like, how is that still going? That is That series is awful. But anyways, yeah. So bonus bonus recommendations, bringing our list total to 12. Uh, Mari Mashita Rumakun by Osamu Nishi and Vibration Man by Iwai Atuki. Uh, yeah, those are that, that's what we think you should be reading. So let yep. us know if you're reading any of these, and let us know your feelings, your comments, your thoughts. Uh, give us a thumbs up on the way down to that comment section because I know you're gonna leave them. Uh, Dude, le- leave some leave some Yotsuba related comments. I, I I'll yeah. engage. Yeah, well, I'll tell I'll me because I'm such a fanboy. Yeah, tell me that you're reading Yomi no Sugai, and I'll literally draw and send you a gold star. Um, there's a little bit of news this week, not a whole lot. Uh, I wanted to wish happy birthday to Rumiko Takahashi. This is the mangaka of Renma One Half and Urusei Yatsura. She's turning 66. She is a very, very influential mangaka, uh, even though she doesn't... I don't think she sort of currently does anything. She's retired, I assume, at 66, but... Uh, she did so much. I, I Yeah, seriously. She earned, earned the retirement. Yeah, uh, Renma One Half for the sort of romance genre was a was a big 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 thing and i believe uh ursa yatsura was the same i haven't read either of these i'm i'm interested to uh they're a bit they're definitely before our oh, generation i think i'm i'm forgetting something like there's something more popular than ranma that she did uh uh but... ursa yatsura i th- or yeah ursa yatsura i think oh yeah inuyasha she, she oh she inuyasha. of course inuyasha yeah. yeah there you go there you go yeah that's pr- that's definitely more accurate than, or more uh appropriate than the two ones that i gave so yeah uh, happy birthday to her. Go check out her work if you're interested in that, if you like Inuyasha. Uh, there was a My Hero Academia X Uno collab announced. That is Uno the card game. Uh, okay. This is probably just going to be a themed deck. I thought that, was, that is worthy enough to put in the news. Why not? There it is. Uh, I, I think uh, I think twice should be like the wild draw four. If mm. they didn't do that, then I'm, I'm pissed already. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like who's the... Who are the cards? Who's the yeah. card? Okay, wait. How does how does Uno work? Is it one to nine? Uh, yeah, it's one to nine. And one to nine, zero, four colors. Is there a zero? And then it's draw two, draw four, skip, reverse. Are those the cards? Oh, yeah, wild. There's a wild, and then a wild draw four. That's and right. There are yeah, just yeah. regular regular draw fours. There's a skip and reverse. Yeah, exactly. Skip reverse and draw two. Right? Isn't Hunter also draw twos? Yeah, I, I think that I think there are. I don't know. I don't Not a podcast about the rules of Uno. What's the next? Uh, the next thing we've got. <laughs> no, let's <laughs> talk about Uno for for another. Five all right, all right. Yes. We'll skip ahead to to two hours fifteen minutes if you don't want to listen to the Uno discussion. Uh, no, just kidding. We're only going to be here for another five or ten. Uh, so the manga "When Will Ayumu Make His Move?" that is by Soichiro Yamamoto is ending in five chapters. Uh, I think we maybe talked about this a week or two ago. The interesting thing here is that this is going to mark the end of all three of Yamamoto's running series, and and in, I think in the past year or two. Um, that is like Teasing Master, Tagagi-san, When Will Ayumu Make His Move, and then the last one about the ninjas that I never read. Um, all three, the Teasing Master, Tagagi-san ended, I think, last week or two weeks ago. 
when will you make his move ends in a month or so uh all of their series are going to be ended so either they're retiring which is kind of my guess i think they've been in the business for a while or they've got some big thing coming down the pipeline so uh interested to see retirement because they be they've been like consecutively doing so many series that is so much work i mean a year ago they were doing three series at the same time and they had been doing that for a couple of years i assume two or three years before that unbelievable amount of work that uh yeah whatever happens they like if it's just a break or it's retirement they earned it yeah for sure um all that being said however uh teasing master takagi's son has the spinoff which is I guess it's technically just called more teasing master Takagi-san. It's like Takagi's whatever the Japanese title is Moto, which Moto is just more. Um, the author of that, who's a different author from Yamamoto, is going to be continuing doing another spinoff. Uh, so I believe Takagi Moto is ending. That's the one where they're married and their daughter is like I don't know three or four or five, something like that, five or six. Um, but the new series is going to be her in middle school with the boy who she has teased in her series. So literally basically just saying, Hey, reboot the series with the guy who's been kind of doing the, to be honest, the the kind of better version of Takagi-san. I I, I agree. I agree. I like it better too. Yeah. Uh, Takagi Moto is generally, I would say more enjoyable and better written than Takagi has been the last couple of years. Uh, It's just, just, it's, I think think their idiot child is very funny and cute. Uh, so yeah. I, I like Takagimoto and I like that the, the daughter, uh, Chi is way more like her dad. So mm-hmm. she's really, she's really just, she, she takes L's nonstop. She flubs it. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I'm curious to see which direct, they're definitely going to go in that direction where she's the one trying to tease someone, but fucking up. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to be the gimmick, you know? For sure. Uh, that's it for the news. Got one more thing. Who's is first? It's me. Um, I wanted to give a shout out. I'm going to make our pictures bigger again. Um, my one more thing is is kind of two things. The first one is uh, the Japanese bookstore Kinokuniya, which I visited uh, here locally in the town last weekend and bought some manga there, which I don't usually do. But I also bought my other one more thing, which is this. The Complete Art of Full Metal Alchemist by, guess who? It's Hiromu Arakawa, the goddess. Uh, yeah, in case you didn't know, huge <laughs> fan of Arakawa, huge fan of Full Metal Alchemist. This is essentially every art piece that she ever did for, for Full Metal Alchemist, right? Every color page, every cover page, every... One of the coolest things, I think, is in the... I think it's in the back of the book somewhere... But so the volume covers, she actually drew like a long version, right? Because it's like a folded front and back. So there's like a, it has every single volumes, like long cover version of that she drew. Every color page, like I was saying, every color, every promotional image. If there was any kind of like, oh, you know, here's the cast of Full Metal Alchemist advertising, you know, chips. It's And if, if Arakawa did art for it, it is in this book and it's like full size, um, it's a very, very cool book if you like art books. Um, it was only like 35 bucks, which I thought was a steal. I, I looked on Amazon. Apparently, that's just the price it goes for. So that seems like a steal to me because this is a really cool, really big book. Uh, it, that is that is tight. I, 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 I love like I've just been looking at it and there's like a lot of cute little details like Armstrong and um, uh, the other muscle guy. <laughs> the flexing oh, the yeah, top yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cute. 
it's great. I mean, there's tons of stuff. There's like promotional images for the for the first anime and for Brotherhood are in there. Um, it goes sort of year by year. It starts in, I guess she started publishing this, I think in the year 2000. Because um, I think it goes 2000 to 2011. So it's 11 years she published Full Metal Alchemist. Um, and yeah, it's I don't, it's just really cool. But also big shout out to Kino Kunia. I went in there. I had not been in that bookstore for a couple of years. I think it was maybe start of COVID, maybe even right before COVID, the last time I went. Um, and I remember going and being like, oh yeah, they've got some manga. You know, it's on the walls here. Man, they had, when I went this last time, I felt like they had everything. Like They did, they did. They had so much shit. Like everything, like, almost everything we talked about, maybe not in this uh, in this episode specifically because some of the stuff's a little bit more, uh, more niche and maybe only fan translated, but like I got... I got. I picked up some volume ones of stuff that I wanted to support. I picked up volume one and two of Yomi no Sagai. I picked up volume one of Ranger Reject. Um, I picked up which other one did I get? Maybe did I get volume two of Dan to Dan? I got something else. But uh, anyways, yeah, it just like had stuff, and I was like, yeah, I. It's pretty cool in there. So very cool bookstore. If you've got a Kinokuniya near you, go check it out. It's very neat. Gautam, yeah. tell me what you've been doing. Uh, I on my end, I uh. I got a new controller because I was experiencing controller drift and I played Sekiro. Oh, I'm playing through Sekiro. And uh, it just made me realize that this game has clicked for me. In my first playthrough, I got to Ishin and I got walled so hard that I quit. Uh, like To be like fair, that game. is the last boss of the game. So Yeah, yeah. And he's really hard, to be yeah. fair. Uh, but I I got, uh, I got owned so hard that I stopped playing. Uh, and now I'm... I'm here to make up for that i'm i'm gonna go beat ishin uh i am blazing through this game though and I'm, I'm not even trying to go fast it's just that i i something has clicked i get how to parry now uh i was, i'm a huge souls player so i was playing this like dark souls and I'm, i was getting fucking owned um but yeah I, I have a good feeling i'll redeem myself and uh i'll, I'll report back yeah to tell me about the uh because you got I suggested to you that you get an Xbox Elite controller, right? Which I have right here because I use it for gaming. It's, it's fucking tight. It's amazing. Yeah, I can't like sponsor me, Xbox. Sponsor the podcast. Well, I will advertise your Elite controllers. It is the best controller I've ever used. I love it. I I wish I could use it on everything. It's so good. I I, I will say this is the best feeling controller I've played on. Um, yes. So much of it's customizable. As long as it, I can wholeheartedly recommend it. As long as it doesn't break down very fast. You know? Mine lasted a good three or four years. So, and I used it pretty heavily before it, uh, before mine broke. I'm trying oh, okay, to remember. Okay, cool. I'm trying yeah, to remember a, what a, even, but I mean like, yeah, previously I would buy just because it was five or six years ago, I was buying 360 controllers and I'd have to buy like one a year because they would just break or crap out or they were cheap plastic. You drop them or you step on them accidentally. They just break. And that's like 60 bucks like every year. So, this is, you know, 160, I think, for maybe the full thing. I think you got the sort of pared-down version the, for 100. Yeah, I got the $100 version. Which doesn't sure. have all the little customizable. Yeah. It's got places for, like, paddles on the back, and it has swappable. Because uh, you have a different D-pad. You have sort of, like, the full tri- the full circular D-pad, right? Yeah, it looks like a... It looks like a What's the thing where sun hits it and it makes energy? Solar panel. It looks like a solar panel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I don't like that one. I like the other one. See, but you can just you can swap them out. Boop. That's tight. Uh, anyways, yeah, the controller is sick. So, cool. Um, 
anything else this week you want to talk about, Captain? Are we, we good to get out of here? I, I, I think we wrap. Let's call it. Hey, thank you again for listening or watching, everyone. Don't forget, go to the comments. Tell us what you think we should be reading. If you pick up one of these series and you really like it, or maybe you hate it, come in and tell us in the comments. We like that. Uh, give us a like. Give us a thumbs up. Any positive reinforcement you can. We really, really appreciate that. Um, if you want a bit more manga content, just listen to me tweet a little bit. Follow me on Twitter at WGB Manga. Uh, you can also find us at Patreon in case you are wildin' and just swimming in the cash. I know none of us are, so uh, that's patreon.com patreon.com slash WGB Manga. Um, I think that's it, Gautam. Say, say goodbye to everybody. Oh, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, thank you again for being with us this week. And hey, don't forget to read more manga. <laughs>